Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Kingdom Life with Prophetess Alandis Porter. This show is designed to feed and nourish kingdom leaders to reflect the heart of God. Listen and be blessed. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Kingdom Life. I'm your host, Prophetess Alandis Porter. And you have tuned into the Release the Word Radio Network. I have been teaching a Kingdom Identity series, and I want you. I want to pose some questions to you right here at the beginning. Have you ever wondered what happens to your heart when you become a believer, when you get saved and give your life to God? What happens on the inside of us? in reference to our identity, because if we have changed who we are, we also have to have some changes happen within us as well. So today's topic in our Kingdom Identity series, this is part three, is called Getting to the Heart of You. And we're going to dig deep. So I encourage you to get your pen, get your paper, get a notebook, get your Bible, get a box of Kleenex, because you're going to need it, because we're going to just allow God to reveal who we are from the inside out. I'm going to take a real short break, and we'll be right back, and we're going to go right into the lesson. I'll be right back.
right. We're back. For those who are just tuning in, you're tuned in to Kingdom Life. And this is Prophetess Alandis Porter. I'm your host. And you have tuned in to the Release the Word Radio Network. We have been teaching on the Kingdom Identity Series. And we'll be going into part three. Um, for those of you who missed part one and two, those actually dealt with kingdom identity itself. And I, I encourage you to go back on demand and listen to it. it. We were talking about who am I? Because we've got to deal with first things first. I've got to know who I am and who God made me to be before I can deal with anything else. We've got to deal with us. So today's topic is getting to the heart of you. Our foundation scripture is found in Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 19. And I'm going to read it in the Amplified Version. And I will give them one heart, a new heart, and I will put a new spirit within them. And I will take the stony, unnaturally hardened heart out of their flesh and will give them a heart of flesh, sensitive and responsive to the touch of their God. So this is what happens on the inside of us when we come to God and we give our lives to him. So we're going we're gonna to really go into some different parts of what happens in that. And I'm going to pose some questions to you in the uh, meantime, because we want to explore all parts of what happens in our heart. And I'm pretty sure that this particular part of the series is going to be taught in two parts as well, because there's a lot to cover. First of all, I want to, again, give you the definition of identity, the condition of being oneself for itself and not another, condition or character as to who a person or what a thing is, the qualities, beliefs that distinguish or identify a person or a thing. So identity is what separates you from me, That what makes you who you are. And there are parts to you. You got a mind, you got a spirit, you got a soul. There are, you know, different elements. You got a heart. And those are parts that have to change when you come to God. They they have to be transformed. And today we're going to deal with the heart of it. So let's talk about the transformation of the heart. Here are some questions for you, and this is things that you can ponder while I'm talking. What do I believe in my heart about me? And what do I need to change about that? And the reason I said we're going to dig deep is being transparent with your heart is not always easy. It's not easy when you've been a victim of molestation, when you've been a victim of rape when you've been a victim of abuse, um, and that's physically or mentally. Um, There are things that pretty much all of us have gone through in our lives that make us who we are, and it makes us feel certain ways. Um, 
there are things that we may uh, do that cause us to um, pull away from people because of things we experienced before, um, things that hurt us before. And I just want to give you a clear picture. I was looking this morning at the picture of a heart and just looking at the heart and seeing all the arteries and the vessels connected to the heart. Because when we think about the heart, the heart of us is our life source. It it makes us live. It gives us life. So think about that in the spiritual sense. If my heart is failing or I have experienced so much hurt and pain in my life, what have I built up around my heart so that people can get in? Because remember, if I've built things around my heart and I have set up walls around my heart, you're not only protecting what goes in, but you're also keeping stuff out at the same time. So we've got to allow when we come to God, and this is when we confess God, when we do what Romans, the 10th chapter, verses 9 and 10 says, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart, Man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So our heart is where our belief system is. And our heart also thinks. So we're going to talk about that too. But if I have built up walls around my heart, I'm not only keeping men out, but I'm also keeping God from penetrating it. So I have set up walls around it so I cannot be hurt, so nothing can can come in to harm me anymore. And that comes from circumstances and situations in our life and, and the relationships that we've been hurt in. You know, you've been hurt in a relationship. You've been disappointed. So think about that. God, you, you have to allow God to come in and allow the blood of Jesus, the price that Jesus paid on Calvary for us was for all of our stuff, all of our hurt all of our pain, all of our sin, healing was also in his death as well. When he was beaten, those stripes on his back were for your healing, even healing of your heart. So let's get into this. In order for me to get healed and my heart to transform, because we talked about transformation of the mind, And we talked about our minds being washed through the Bible, the word of God. Our hearts also get washed through the word of God. I want to read you this scripture, and I'm going to read it in the King James Version and in the Amplified because I really want you to understand what God is saying. This talks about how powerful the Bible is and what it does in reference to our heart. For the word of God is quick and powerful. This is Hebrews, the fourth chapter, the twelfth verse in the King James Version. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, 
and the joints and marrow, and it is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. I'm going to point out two things in just a minute. Now, I'm going to read it in the Amplified Version because this really breaks it down even more. For the word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, the soul, and the immortal spirit, and of the joints and marrow of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. So like I was telling um, you last week, when we are reading our Bible and we are reading the word of God, it is also reading us. You allow that word to really read you if you're reading it. And I encourage you, before you begin to study and read your Bible, pray. Pray and ask God for revelation and understanding so that when you read it, you will get a clear understanding of what God is saying to you. Because I promise you, as you read your Bible, God is going to begin to reveal things about your heart to you. And what do we have to do? We're going to talk about this first. Because now I have come to God, I have surrendered my life, and I have given my heart to him, but I have not truly given my heart yet because I've got to do some things. Number one, I've got to surrender. Jeremiah, we're going to go to Jeremiah for a second. Because I have got to read this scripture because it tells us what exactly we have to do in order for us to truly get transformed in our heart. Jeremiah 29 and 13 in the King James Version says this, And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. So God tells us right there, We have got to be honest with ourselves and be honest with God when it concerns our heart. What what, what have I hidden in my heart? What has affected my heart? What walls have I built up around my heart? And how am I going to change that? How am I going to allow God to penetrate those areas in my heart that I've even built idols, you know, I have replaced things in my heart to cover up the void that's there, that I should have allowed God and the spirit of God to fill that space, but maybe I've allowed sex to replace that. So every time that I'm feeling pain or hurt, I just mask it with sex. Okay, and after a couple of minutes, guess what? That void comes right back because it's still there. So I wonder why I keep on going back to that thing that I, I say I want to be free of, but I can't get free because I have not surrendered that part of my heart to the Lord. So the first thing we've got to do is surrender. We've got to really get transparent before God. And what I mean by that, get naked before him. I'm talking about lay your heart at his feet and say, 
okay, Lord, here's my pain, here's my hurt, here's my disappointment, here's my my unnatural affection. All of that, we've got to lay at the feet of Jesus and allow him to wash us. We've got to allow him to change us inside and say, Lord, let your word speak to me. Let the words jump off the pages so that it can transform my heart into what you want it to be, that heart of flesh, that loving heart, that compassionate heart, that heart filled with your love, that that heart that reaches. We want our heart to be like God's heart, and this is the way we get there. We start with surrendering all of our mess, all of the ugly stuff that you don't let nobody see. I know you've been hurt. I know you've had pain. Some of you may be saying, you don't know what he did to me. You don't know how she hurt me. You don't know what my parents took me through. You don't know what they said to me, how they beat me how he raped me, how he talked about me like a dog. He called me a bee every day, and that's all I know. And you're masking it. You're letting heroin and cocaine and alcohol replace the voids in your heart because you're hurting. But I promise you, if you would just give your heart to God, Just get on your knees, lay out, whatever you need to do. You could be sitting in a chair. You could be laying on the floor on your face. You could be on your knees. You could be sitting in your car. But wherever you are, open up your heart and allow God to see those areas that hurt you, those walls that you built around your heart. Ask him how, Lord, Help me to let the walls down. Help me to expose those parts of my heart that I've hidden because maybe things happened to you as a child. So you've built a wall around your heart from 7 to 21 because you didn't want to get hurt again in that area. And you didn't even think about, I'm saved now. I'm filled with the Spirit of God. But why I can't have a healthy relationship? Why can't why every guy I date got to be a bad guy? Why does it have to be a guy who hurts me every time? Because you haven't surrendered that part of your heart where you got hurt. So now you're actually um, calling to you and you're attracting what hurts you instead of attracting what's healthy for you because you still got to surrender that part of your heart that hurts you. So give it to God. Give it to him. Show it to him. In those times of prayer, talk to him. And I'm talking about be real. Lord, I'm hurting. Lord, I don't know how. I don't know how to give you my heart. I don't know how to allow you to change me. I don't know how to even talk to you. 
you know, I'm I'm going to give a te- personal testimony right here, and then I'm going to take a quick break, and we're going to continue. Um, I had been saved for years. I got saved when I was 12 years old. When I was about, I'd say I was probably in my mid-40s, I was preaching at a women's conference in 2000, I think it's like 2004, 2005, somewhere around there. And in the midst of my preaching, I, I can't even remember the, the uh, sermon at the, at, right now, but while I was preaching, the Lord began to talk to me about me. Sounds weird, but when you're preaching, the message is to you first um, and then to other people. So while I'm preaching, the Lord began to reveal to me that there were parts in me that I had not surrendered to him, things in my heart that, because I've never met my father before, I'm being real transparent. I have never met my father before. I know who he is. I know his name, um, but I've never met him. Um, And I knew that my father had done things to my sisters, which is why I've never, you know, I don't know him and I don't have a relationship with him. But what I did is I didn't realize that because of the crime that my father had done, I had carried around the guilt of that crime without committing it. So what I had done is built walls around my heart, and I I wasn't even exposing that area of my heart to God. And he, he called me on it. He called me on the carpet on that one. And he said, you, you're paying for a crime that you didn't even commit. And you have put me, you looked at, you're looking at me like a man instead of the spirit God I am. And when I got home from that meeting, I repented, cried, and I said, Lord, I am so sorry. How dare me put you in a category with man? We made a flesh and we make mistakes and we mess up. God is sinless. He doesn't go through any of this that we go through because he don't live in a body. He's a spirit and he's perfect. He makes us who we are. He has the power to change us. And I put him in the same category with us. I was so messed up on the inside, and at that moment, I began to surrender that part of my heart to God. But I had to ask the Lord how to do it. I gave him those places. Yes, Lord, I've built a wall, but I didn't realize I shut you out of that part too. So help me. Help me surrender that part of myself, those places in my heart that I have covered with other things, if I have masked those things with other stuff, what I was doing, I would give things, people the things because I felt like they deserved it more than me. And, I had, and, and that was why I was doing it, because I felt like I was less than because of the crime my father had committed. I didn't even commit the sin myself because of someone else's dirt. I took on that because I was the offspring. So how many of you are carrying on, you have that sin has transferred 
to you. You are living in the iniquities and the sins of your father. And you are not exposing your heart to God. But you have protected yourself because of their sin, not even your own. So I encourage you, open up your Bible. Get on your knees and get real with God. And let him heal you. Let him deliver you. Let him fill your heart with his love, with his spirit, so you can really be effective in the kingdom, so you can live without alcohol, without drugs, sexual addiction, without eating addiction, food addiction, without being addicted to shopping. All of these replace the voids in our life because we're hurting. I'm going to take another break, and I'll be right back. A heart that forgets, a heart full of love, one with compassion just like yours above, one that overcomes evil, goodness and love, like it never happened, never holding a grudge, one a heart that forgets, lives and lets live, one that One that men can offend because your word is One that loves without price like you, Lord Jesus Christ. One a heart that loves everybody, even my enemies. One a love like you, be like you, just like you. Want a heart that forgives? Want a heart that forgets when the ones that are closest that I've known the longest hurt me the most? Just like you did, wanna be 
All right, we're back. Um, for those of you who took the time to listen to that song, um, that's what we want to ha- happen in our hearts. Um, that song is really powerful for those who want to know who it's by. It's by Kevin LeVar and Company, and it's called A Heart That Forgives. And we're going to deal with that too. Because in order for our hearts to change, we do have to walk in forgiveness. And I know that's a big one. As a matter of fact, I'm not even going to really get into that this week. Because this is going to have to, this particular part of the series may be done in two or three parts. Because um, the heart is a, is a deep one to deal with. It's really, um, it's, it's the life source of who we are. And if we don't get our hearts right, we, we will fail as Christians every time. We will not be effective in the kingdom because that's where our love walk is affected by that. And if that is tainted, you are ineffective as a witness for God. You can't be the light. You can't be the salt if you don't have your heart right with God. Continue with this. Um, when we begin to surrender our hearts to God, let me tell you what's going to happen. As you start to read your Bible and you start to really expose those parts of yourself to God, the enemy's going to be at work too, so get ready. Um, he's going to try to fight you from doing that, so you may have distractions come. You may have to say things, but you're going to have to stand on God's word because remember what I was telling you last week. 
Isaiah 55 and 11 said, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. So God's word is not going to come back to him empty. His word accomplishes what he sends it to do. So it's going to be very vital at this time for you to speak the word over your heart. As you surrender it, Lord, cover my heart with your love. Go through, I encourage you to open open to the book of Psalms, to Proverbs. Those are books, Proverbs deals a lot with wisdom. So it will teach you how to walk in wisdom and to how to guard your heart, but guard it through the love of God. The Psalms has a lot of um, just prayers in it um, because that's what David was writing. He was writing prayers to God, you know, of how he felt. Some of it's not pretty, but that kind of transparency is what God wants. He was saying, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. David knew that there were things inside of him that were not like God. And we all have to do that very same thing. Time is just about up uh, for this particular segment. But we're going to continue this next week. So we're going to still be in the Kingdom Identity Series. It's going to be part four. And we're going to still be dealing with getting to the heart of you. So take your time. Get alone with God and start the process of God healing your heart so you can become that you that God sees when he looks at you. So until next time, keep living in full effect for the king. God bless you. If you were blessed by this program and would like to learn more about our products and services, connect with us on Facebook at Kingdom Advancement Global Ministries. Follow us on Twitter at KAG Ministries or visit us on the web at KAGMinistries.com. 